Welcome to another day on Erica Explains. Today, I will be talking about breakups and relationships. To be honest, I chose this topic because I want to choose this topic. Sorry, that's one thing I'm not back to explain. I chose this topic because I want to talk about this pocket. And I feel like some people don't understand what this topic is or what it is about. So, I'm going to jump right into it. Breakups in relationships is basically is when the boy or the girl, man or woman, decides to call it quits on their relationship. Now, I know what y'all thinking. Oh, he he cheated, she cheated, he lied, she lied. Anything can cause a relationship to break up. Seriously. Those are not the main two. Let's just get that out there. Let's just point that out. Okay? Cheating and lying is not the main... Not the main. Well, they're the top two reasons. But... You can break up with the girl or the boy for any other reasons. I mean... I know some people who are dedicated to their... Let, let's say dedicated to their careers. And they don't know how to make time for each other. That can break up. That can break a relationship. Uh, another one is long distance. That means he or she are in a different state from where you at. That's another reason to break it off because you don't think it's going to work. <laughs> oh boy, I can uh, like I, said, I can keep this list going because there's like so many reasons why people break up. Okay. There's like so many other things. I mean, having sex with somebody is another reason for relationships to break up. Not communicating, trust. Like I said, there is a lot of there's a lot of reasons break breakups and relationships or breakups and relationships. Like I said, lying and cheating are not the main are not the main are not the main reasons, but those are the top two reasons. I say. Um, another reason is you find out that your boyfriend or your girlfriend is gay. That can be another reason why the relationship broke up. <laughs> oh, like I said, I can keep this list going because there's so many reasons. But the main question is how people handle relationships. I will say out of, you know... One, 
out of the four relationships, not the one that I'm in, the one I'm in makes five. Out of my four serious relationships, I only cried in two of them after the breakup. The first, the first time I cried is when, like I said, my boyfriend's about to be a freshman in college, and I was a junior in high school, and we couldn't make it work long distance. I mean, Florida, Kansas City was a big deal, so that's one reason why. Because not only did our relationship did not work, but our friendship kind of tore along with it. Because he was so far away. So far. So that was one one of my serious relationships why I cried in that breakup. My other serious relationship I cried in was my first relationship. My very first one. Very first one. This one I was 15 and he was 16. We was dating for three years. And I would say not only work was involved because he started working. I wasn't working yet. But work, but also he moved and I moved. So I wasn't staying in North Kansas City no more. He moved to the summit, and then I moved to the city. So that's so only. So yeah, out of the four, only cried in two. Cause they, I cried cause they was like really serious. But also, like I said, like I said with the other one, long distance made one while I cried in the second one. His work schedule wasn't compliant. Was with was one, and also we moved. So yeah. Now, any other any other my relationships, they wasn't really relationships. I was just dating people. But I will say I really don't cry in my relationships. I just get over it, find something else to keep me occupied. I work on myself. But there are some male or female who don't take breakups very easily, which I have seen people like really 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 break down because i know with some people it's like that relationship means a lot and you put all your effort into it so that's one reason why another one that i have mainly seen a lot of is death with the spouse and i'll say i had like two Two fem two females I know. I went to school with one, and I didn't go to school with the other one. Well, no, three females. Where it's like they child's father or they boyfriend was involved in gun violence. So I have seen serious, serious breaks, serious breakdowns. So yeah, like I said, it just depends. Now there are some who don't cry. They just say, fuck it. Wasn't meant to be, wasn't meant to be. They move on. They focus on themselves. They move on, get over with, you know. But, but I feel like breakups are not a bad thing. It kind of gives you time to, you know, get yourself together, focus on yourself, love yourself again. But, you know, also you got, you got time to hang out with family. You got time to hang out with friends. You get to do stuff 
for you that you used to do before you got in a relationship. So it's it's like you set yourself free. You know. No. So I will say like I will say like with my breakups, you know, I know learned to love myself again. I got to do more stuff. I was able to hang out with family or friends. So yeah. There's nothing really wrong with a breakup. There's nothing wrong with a breakup. I mean, because when you think about it, you know, it kind of gives you a chance to actually really, you know, get the picture and really figure out, like, okay, maybe he was the reason we broke it off or she was the reason we broke it off. You come to find out that one of y'all has to be the problem or... Maybe you were the problem. Yeah, I took a pause. Because I really, really want y'all to really think, like, wait a minute. Maybe I was the problem. You know? But at the same time, you like, huh, maybe I wasn't the problem. <laughs> it's like, it like it, it gets you, it kind of, like, it makes you guess when you're, like, saying when you're, like, when you're single, you kind of sit there and think, like, was I the problem or was he the problem? Like, you gotta, like, you sit there and you think about what causes the breakup. To where, who knows? Y'all might get back together again. Who knows? That's one thing I will say about breakups. That's one thing I will say. I can't say 9 out of 10, 5 out of 10. I will say half the time, that breakup might just be a breakup. Only just for a certain amount of time. Then you have breakups that are primarily breakups. Like, y'all ain't getting back together. Y'all ain't talking. Y'all ain't trying to link. Y'all ain't trying to see each other. Like, those are the breakups I'm talking about. The breakups, like, once we're done, we're done. Those are the ones you sit there. You cry over it. You get over it. You fix yourself. You love yourself. You get right back out there and do it again. You know? So, you got the permanent breakups, which is y'all not getting back together. It's a done deal. Then you got the, uh, we're breaking up, but we're going to get back together again. So, two types. Two types. I done both. <laughs> I done both. And the hardest one, I will say, is the permanent one. Just because it's like, even if you... Like, even if him or her knows y'all not getting back together, but you try to try to make it seem like it can still work, but that person knows it's not, those are the hard ones to kind of, those are the ones I'll say take time to let go because it did personal damage. Now, the ones we got break up, now, there have, there have been two exes that actually I did give second chances to. And I will say they improve themselves. No, there's I will say there's nothing wrong with a sec there's nothing wrong with second or third chances. But I will say don't jump into the relationship with it. Like let that person, him or her, prove themselves. 
show you that they deserve a second chance to where, okay, y'all can get back in the relationship. You know? Like, it's basically like y'all dating, but y'all not dating, dating. Y'all just dating to see how it goes until y'all hop back in the relationship again, dating. Yeah. But, you know, teach his own. You wanna find somewhere down the line, like yeah, we we, we ain't gonna get back together. Let's just let's just call it quits. <laughs> I will say it's like when you get older, it's like you don't cry over your breakups. You just say fuck it up, it's done with, it's over and done. Which I will say I have noticed over my, I will say over my over my years of living, I have seen like. You know, as I got older, I didn't cry in my relationships. I just said, fuck it. I just, like, I literally said, fuck it. I get to work on myself. I get to take a break from dating or seeing people. Which ain't nothing wrong with that. Speaking of that, there's nothing wrong from taking a break from dating. Because when you think about it, like I said, you're giving yourself time to love yourself and rebuild yourself and focus on yourself. So there's nothing wrong with that. Like I will say, like if I break up with somebody, I'll say it takes six months to a year for me to start dating somebody again. Now some people might take a year or two. Some people they might just say, fuck it, I don't wanna date anymore. But with me, it takes me between Six to six to a year to be like okay, I'll say when that year I say when that year hits that's when I'm okay I'm ready to date. But for when we broken up, up until that eleven I'll say that six month, you know I focus on myself I got myself together. That seven month to a year, that's when I you know really start to you know give myself a little bit more time. Be like hey do I like am I ready for another relationship? Do I want to go through the heartache? Do I want to go through the lighting? The lighting? Do I want to go through the chilling? Like, you really got to sit here and think, like, do I really want to go through this shit all over again? So, I'll say one to six months. That's when you should focus and rebuild yourself. That's half of the six months, half of the six months leading to the seven month up to a year. That's when you should. You know, that's when you should learn how to love yourself to where when that year hits, you can say, okay, I'm ready to date again. I'm ready to mingle. I'm ready to start a relationship with somebody. I'm ready to get serious. So, it, like I said, it, it takes time. It really takes time to hop back in a relationship. Because like I said, some people, it takes them a while. Like, I didn't see people go three years without being in a relationship. And I really sit there and be like, damn, how much damage did that person done, did to you? Or either I'd be like, damn, he really broke her heart. But like, damn, she really cheated on him that bad. It's like, I feel like once I feel like once a year passed and you're not dating nobody, that tells me right there you really, really trying to like really get your life together and focus on yourself anymore. And you really you know, like, debating, like, do I want to go through this same bullshit again? So, yeah. Like, it goes a long way. 
It goes a long way. It it, it has this. I can't say it has its good or its bad times. It just it goes a long way, a very long way, a way so long and so far. You like damn. Did I? You really like you really sit there and be like damn. Why did me and this person break up? Like there are times where it's like you really gotta sit there and look at yourself. And I mean, be like damn, when did me and this person break up? Been so long. I remember. What did we? Why did we break up? What caused the break? It's like you really don't think about the shit till like later on. That's what kind of makes it funny, in my in my opinion, because it's like you really, like you really, like you really sitting there walking back and forth, thinking like, huh? Why did we break up? What caused the break up? What did he do? What did she do? Why ain't why why ain't we talking? You know who fault was it? Like you really sit there and think. Like, I literally have seen people really sit there. Like, literally sit there and think about why they broke up and what caused it. I really be sitting there like, do you really have to really think about it? That shouldn't even come to your mind anymore. It should be like, that shouldn't even speculate your mind frame. I mean, like I said, I have seen people where they actually will be like, huh, why did we break up? What was the reason? <laughs> at the time, there's a reason. At the time, it's not a reason. Like, not every breakup needs a reason. Just know that y'all broke up. Y'all broke up. Leave it at that. Close the case. Don't open it back up again. You know? But a breakup can also teach you some things, too. Like, it can teach you to read between the lines, point out the bullshit, you know, observe the person's actions. Like, I will say it teaches you some shit. <laughs> I will say that. I can't can't disagree on that. It does teach you some shit. Like, it opens your eyes to a new world, to a new mainframe. Because, like I said... By the time that year comes and you're still not dating or in a relationship, like, you really sitting there thinking, like, why did we break up? What caused it? What happened? It's like you asking, like, the who, like, you're asking the who, what, and why questions. You know, because you really want to know yourself. Like, was it something stupid? Was it something dumb? (laughs) Like, at the end of the day, you just want answers. Like, but at the same time, you and that person agree, y'all want not talk to each other again. Y'all not going to link up. Like, y'all not going to communicate. Like, you and that person made that agreement to where, like, to where y'all agree, like, yeah, <laughs> we're not going to stay in contact with each other no more. We're exes. We don't need to stay in contact with each other. If you wanna know how I'm doing, just go on my social media. That's basically what that's that's basically what it is when you break up with somebody. Like, even though y'all agree not to talk or see each other, if they wanna know what you're doing, they can just go on any of your social media pages and just see. I'm like, oh, that's who she dating. Oh, that's who he talking to. You know? Like, it kinda gives you clues and everything and points out details. But at the same time, it don't give away too much details. 
no, it's it's all said and done at the end of the day. Because when you really think about it, a breakup is just a breakup. The it depends on how well you want to take it. Cause like I said, there's like there's like you got good breakups, you got bad breakups. Good and bad and the ugly. Let me say it like that. You got the good ones where there's a reason why. You got the bad ones where there was a stupid reason. Then you got the ugly ones where violence and serious damage got done and made it get involved. No. So I would say it's well I can't say it's like a I can't say like not all relationship have a good, bad, and ugly because eventually every relationship that you're in has one of the three or all three. My has only mine's had the good and the bad. So I never had an ugly one. Never had an ugly one. <laughs> it was the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's what's that like that's what makes it so fascinating. Cause you like, wow, damn, really? <laughs> like, damn, it was that bad. Like, like, I'm telling you, you really sit there and be like, damn, was it really that bad? Was it really that ugly? Did it really have to come to that? Like, do we have to go there? And like, you, you, you start to put the pieces together. You know, you start to open up your mind frame. You start to be more vigilant, you know, more observative with the breakup. So you start put the little, little, you put the little details and the clues together. I will say, like, a breakup is like a mystery. Especially if you don't know why I broke up. Like, if you don't know why I broke up, like, if he said, or she said, if it's not true with me, if it's not true with me, then you really be like, okay, okay, we can break up. If it's not true and it's me, like, yeah, that's kind of what you're going to hear them say. You're going to hear both the male and female say, it's not true with me. That means, yeah, it's a, it's a mystery and they don't want to tell you because they probably figure your reaction is going to make the situation uncomfortable. And everybody, everybody knows, don't nobody like an uncomfortable situation. It's not a pretty thing. It's an ugly thing. No, I didn't see breakups go to a whole nother level. And a whole nother level, I mean, I didn't see cars getting keyed up, tires being flattened. <clears throat> I haven't seen the mom or the daddy or the family getting involved. I didn't seen breakups go take a left turn. Let me say that. I didn't seen relationships take a left. <laughs> Not a right. They took a left. Like it, it was so fucked up. It's 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 fucked up because you're like, damn. Really? <laughs> That's what happened. It's like, especially when you see a breakup happen, you can't do nothing but sit there and be like, wow. That's why. Okay. I see why they broke up now. Because of him. Because of her. What she said. What he did. Like, you start to put the pieces together. And it, it's amazing. Because, like I said, it's it's a mystery waiting to get solved by anybody. And it's, it's a mind blown. 
Because like I said, in your mind, you're thinking like, oh, okay, they just broke up. They don't want anybody to know. But at the same time, once you hear the dude or the girl, you know, talking about it or telling people what really happened, then you, you, uh-huh, yeah, you, the person, the supporter, the friend that's there to be smart, you start and put two and two together and the push, you be like, oh, so that's the main reason why y'all broke up. He or she just covered it, basically, that this all that it is it's just a cover up because nine times out of ten they don't want nobody to know the real reason why i broke up but trust and believe that friend that's always being there and supportive oh they're gonna find out the real reason they're gonna do some sherlock holmes shit they're gonna figure it out like they gonna be, they gonna be in the goddamn detective room putting clues together. Like, wait a minute. The reason why I broke up don't sound right. No, nah, we gonna step into my office. We gonna have a little. We gonna have a little. You no. Know, little detective on the way. You know, we gonna play. We gonna be Sherlock Holmes today. That's what it is. Like I said, it's like you really have people that really, like, they want to cover up the real reason why I broke up. Knowing damn well that you know, you and that person know the real reason why. Like I said, you have people who don't mind covering up the real reason. Then you have people who's going to be like, oh, fuck that. No, I'm going to find out the real reason. It's like, them motherfuckers, they're going to get to the bottom of it. Goddamn situation. They would literally be like, wait a minute, hold up. Your story don't add up. That's not what you told me. <laughs> it's basically like if you're telling like different people, like different versions of the story, and you always got that one person right there. I, I schedule and they will remember. They'd be like, wait a minute, that's not what you told me. That's why I that's why I broke up. Nah, just just keep just keep the story simple. Don't change nothing. Don't add nothing. Just just keep it the same. Because, like I said, you got some investigators out here who's going to try to dig deep and be be really into it. But, you know, I can understand why. Like, why some people cover up the real reason. Because it's either, either embarrassing or it's probably very stupid and dumb. Nine times, nine, um, well, I can't say nine times out of ten because most of the time it's something stupid and dumb. But at the same time, you do have people who really don't want you to know why they broke up. Just be like, hey, we broke up. We not talking. Especially if you tell people, I don't want to go into details, but they still ask. Those are the people you really be like, really? Like, you still want to know after? I'm not going to tell you. Like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to explain to you. Just know. That we broke up and we're not talking. Just leave it like that. Cause you wanna know ain't gonna make it ain't gonna make it no better. You know, and I seen that too. Like where people literally try to get the answer out of that one person. Like, girl, dude, they're not gonna tell you. <laughs> if they wanted to tell you, trust me, they would have told you. They would have called you. Be like, hey. I got something to tell you, and you ain't gonna believe it. You know, <laughs> like they'll like they'll be hyped and excited about it, but they're not. They're just being cool, calm, and collected people. They're just trying to 
keep their in their sanity intact. No, they're being private, but not too private. But they're being noticeable, but not too noticeable. They got it undercover. So, yeah, so like I said, like, you be surprised what breakups do to some people. I didn't seen females go crazy. I didn't seen dudes go crazy. I didn't seen both, both, like, I didn't, I'm not lying when I said I didn't seen both the male and the dude cry after the breakup. I didn't seen dudes get upset. I didn't seen dudes get jealous. I didn't seen girls get upset. I didn't seen girls get jealous. I didn't seen it all. But the question everybody want to know is why? Why did y'all break up? And if they, like, if they gonna keep, like, like, I didn't tell my little cousins and stuff this. If people keep asking you why you break up, just tell them why we still friends. Because when you think about it, if he or she is a true friend, like, if you tell your homegirl, your homeboy, every little situation that goes on in your relationship, they should know what led up to the breakup. Like, don't you have, when you got that one friend, you tell, like, like, oh, me, me and so-and-so had arguments today. Me and so-and-so was arguing about this. And if they ask you, so why did y'all break up? You should straight up ask them, why are we friends? Because if you was my friend, you would you would have heard every little detail I've been telling you about the whole situation from the beginning. Yeah, you're going to ask me, why did we break up? Because I see it. Like I said, if you're truly my friend, you would know why we broke up. You was there when I told you the whole incident. You was there when we argued. You was there when we had our little fallout. You was there when we disagreed. You was there, like, you was there through the whole shit. But, yeah, you still want to ask me, well, no. That, that, that should tell you something about yourself. Like I said, if you go to your home, your homeboy, your homegirl a lot, doing your relationships and if you tell them like what was if like if you tell them me and so and so ain't talking because it is or me and so and so ain't talking because of that then them clues should kind of give you at the end of the day those are clues and they're giving you basically a story like okay somewhere down the line this is gonna be the reason why they broke up and when you hear he or she be like oh me and so and so break up that's when you be like yep i knew it I knew it. I seen it coming. <laughs> I seen it coming. I didn't want to believe it, but I seen it coming. <laughs> but I will say now, in today's generation and year, like, people are starting not to give a fuck about breakups no more. They're like, hey, we broke up, we broke up. We had fun. It, la- it lasted while I could. Like, some people are starting not to give a fuck about their breakups no more. And I will say there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with not caring about your breakup. Because like I said, you know why I broke up. And if you told people, they know why. So, I will say like today's generation, they don't care if they break up with somebody or not. Because how they say they like them, thank you, yes, I'm free. I ain't got to deal with the bullshit. That's how they see their breakups now. Like, now that's how people see their breakups. Like, it's not about revenge no more. It's not about 
you know, getting even. It's all about, oh, he cheated? Okay, that's fine. Oh, she lied? Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, he want to argue about stupid shit? That's fine. She want to argue about dumb shit? Okay, that's fine. Let's break up and move on. Literally. That's exactly what you see now. Like, ah, it's, it's amazing. Because you wouldn't think, like, people would be that so, so calm about a breakup. <laughs> now, like I said, now it's just like, oh. You broke up? Okay. Fine by me. I wish you the best. Hope you have a good life. Enjoy it. That's basically what it is. Like, the reactions of it has changed. Like, seriously, like, when I actually see, like, when I actually see couples break up, and they'd be like, okay, cool, that's fine. Wish you the best. I'd be like, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I literally paused, like, wait a minute. Ain't no yelling, ain't no screaming, ain't no fuck you, you this, or fuck you, you that. And it ain't none of that shit. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> like, now it's like when people break up, you really sit there. And be fascinated, because you're like, wait a minute. Ain't no fuck you. Fuck you, too. That's why this is that. That's why this is Like, you don't hear that shit no more. <laughs> because people, like, people escalated from all that. You know? They're beyond that. It's like, they came to the point in their life where it's like, you know, uh, I just wish him nothing but the best. I wish her nothing but the best. You know, hope they take care. Hope they you know, have a good life. Like. It changed. Because I never forget, like, when dudes and girls used to be so, so violent, so pissed off. Like, you would literally be like, oh, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, too. Like, you would hear all that shit. Like I said, now just, no, we're not together. We decided to call it quits. It's okay, though. You take care. I wish you nothing but the best. Hope you stay out of trouble. And I hope some. I hope you find the right person for you. Like, that's what it is now with breakups. And you just like, wait a minute. <laughs> ain't no bitches in hoes getting called up. Like, you ain't going to call him a bitch. You ain't going to call her up. <laughs> that's that right. It's like I say, it's like it catches you up, guard. Because when you think about it, like, you're so used to all the drama happening after. It's like you don't expect nobody to be like, I wish him nothing but the best. I wish her nothing but the best. Hope she finds somebody for her. I hope he finds somebody for him. That's all you hear now. Like I said, you don't hear the bitches, the hoes, the nigga, the pussy. You don't hear none of that shit. I, I will say unless you really, really piss him or her off. So let me rephrase that. Unless you really piss him or her off, you're not really going to hear them cuss at each other. Like cuss each other out. Like. If he didn't do nothing wrong to her, if she didn't do nothing wrong to him, you're not going to hear them cuss each other out. You're going to see them wish each other the best. Go about their life. Who knows? They might be with a new person by then. Or they might surprise you and get back together. Who knows? Breakups, like I said, breakups is, is a mystery. 
it's it's a mystery, it's a thriller, it's drama, it's all that. And think about it, you don't gotta pay to watch it. You can watch the shit right there because it's happening in front of you. You're basically watching a TV slow slash movie without even leaving your house. Nine times out of ten, that person come over to your house and tell you what the hell happened. Like, that's basically what it is. You just sitting at home, chilling. Next thing you know, your homeboy, your homegirl call you telling you, oh, I'm coming over, I got something to tell you. They tell you, you just sitting there, listening, being a good friend, shaking your head, agreeing with popcorn king in your hand. Like, damn, this is a good movie in last TV show. <laughs> Like that's literally what you that's literally what you see the situation as. You know. And you can't do nothing but sit there and be like, Yep, you are you so right, you right, mm-hmm. You is right, definitely. Yep. He fucked up. That's all you can say. I mean, cause when you think like in the back of your mind, you are low key laughing at this. Cause in the back of your mind, you're like, see, I told you so. <laughs> Like, that's really what you're saying in the back of your mind. Like, see, I told you so. But you didn't want to listen. Now look, the way, now look what the hell happened. Mm, sitting there, looking dumb and stupid. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you he was going to do it. But no, you want to find out for yourself. This is what happened. <laughs> like, that's basically what it is. And like I said, it's, it's fascinating. You know. But I would say every breakup. Is a lesson. Every breakup is a lesson. You learn something from it. And you take it with you the next time you date somebody. Because now you know what not to expect from that person. You know. Like that breakup taught you a lot of shit. You know. It opened your eyes. Like I said it made you more observant. You know, you're aware of everything now. You know what to expect, what not to expect. It's like, you know what the fuck is up now. So when you do get into a relationship, you can be like, hey, can you not do this? Can you not do that? Can you not say this? Because like I said, you know what's expected now. Like, you know how to tell the next person you're with. Like, hey, let's talk about how we're going to handle our situations, our arguments. Like, let's sit down and actually have a talk about what this relationship means to us and what do we want, like, what what can we do to prevent anything going wrong, you know? That like you actually can sit down and talk about it. Versus trying to go in a relationship and next thing you know, that relationship go left. I've seen that happen too. I've seen a lot of shit happen. And they say they, they weren't all pretty. I'm just going to say that. They they weren't all pretty. Especially the one I seen like years ago. That was not pretty. Let's just say. He regret what he did. And she regret what she said. <laughs> Let me just say that. Like I said, it happened like a long time ago. I really don't remember exactly how the whole situation went down. Like I just said, let's just say he regret what she said. He regret 
by the choice that he made. That's all that I'm saying. Because, like I said, I don't know what really happened. But I would say since then, it taught me something. So, I'll take that to consideration. But it has taught me something as well. It opened my eyes to more stuff. No. Gave me a lot of thought. And I mean a lot of thought. But that's all the time I have for today. Um, The song I played in the beginning, if you don't know, it was 7th Streeter. It's called Bands. Basically, it stands for Bitch Ass Niggas. Basically, that's what it stands for. If anybody wanted to know. That's what the song is called. It's 7th Streeter. It's called Bands or Bitch Ass Niggas. That's, that's what it means. That's what it stands for. Trust me, I googled it when I first heard the song. I googled it. That's what it stands for. And I hope you guys enjoy and happy listening. How you doing? Welcome back to another day on Erica Explains. Just want to give you guys a heads up. I don't know if you listened to my my very first season of season two, but I did mention that due to my work schedule, I will not be posting as much like I was before. So if you see on here, like if I only posted one episode that week, I do apologize. Like I said, my work schedule is crazy, so I work overnight, so it's like I mainly sleep during the morning or half of the afternoon, then since certain days that I'm off, I do spend time with my son, so I just want to give you guys a heads up that I'm still doing my podcast, it's just my work schedule is preventing me from doing so much, but the song I was playing is Tamiya Officially Missing You. I chose that song because today's topic, I'm going to be talking about long-distance relationships. Now, we all been in that situation, or know somebody that been in that situation, that dated somebody that lived in another city or another state. And I know how it feels when you miss them or you can't see them. I'm not going to lie. I will say I was somewhat in one. <laughs> I wouldn't say, I can't say I really was, it's because, like, like, at the time, it's like, his mama stayed, lived in Atlanta, then his daddy stayed here in Lee Summit, so, it's, it's like, doing, it's like, his parents did, like, an arrangement where, like, certain, like, like, that one year, it's like his Freshman and sophomore year, he stayed lived in Atlanta. His junior senior, he lived up here with his daddy. So, I want to say that it was long distance, but anyway, it wasn't really long distance. But I will say, like, when you are in a long distance relationship with someone, it does have an effect on you. It's like, especially like if you haven't seen them, you know, you want to know what they like, you want to know how how they live and everything. 
or if you already have seen them, but they gotta go back. You like you start to miss them. So I know how long distance relationship goes. Like I said, it was like because he, ouch, he graduated a year before me, so he graduated in 2018. So while I was a senior, like he was still. Come up here and visit me doing like, you know, my winter break, my fall break, my spring break, my summer vacation. Like, he came up here and visit me. But, like, it was so hard to see him go back to Lena like that. But there was times, even like doing my summer and winter break, you know, I used to go to Atlanta because I have cousins. I had like, I think, I think I got like two cousins that stay in Atlanta. And I have a cousin, then I have a cousin in law that. That stays in Athens, Georgia. So, let's just say when I went down there to visit, you know, I would always go visit him. And he felt the same way. He hated that I had to leave. So, it, yeah, it hurts. But I'm not talking about just long distance in the States. I mean, there are people who date people that live in different countries. So, like, it's hard, especially when that person is overseas. Because when you see it and really, like, when you really see it and really pay attention, you could tell, like, you know, the time zones ain't, time zones ain't going to match up either way. Well, I can't say it won't match up. It depends on what part of the world you at. Because I know, like, right now is one something here in the United States. But if you go, like, Japan, Australia, New England, or Amsterdam, or the Netherlands, it's, like, nighttime over there. Excuse me. So it's, like... It's like, y'all, time zones won't always match. Then you got work. And if you do go visit that person, you know, you got to think about, you know, you got to get a passport. You got to try to, try to, you know, like, try to meet up. Because, like I said, the time zones are different. Like, way different. Like, like, I be seeing people. Who's from different parts of the world. And I'll be like, really? It's nighttime there and it's daytime here? It's, it's mysterious way how it works. But I'm just, like, I'm not top, but still, like, it's still hard. Versus here in the United States, you can fly or you can drive to go see that person. Depends on how far they live. Like, I will say, like, when I was in my long distance relationship in high school, it was like, we know Atlanta is a is a very very I won't say very long drive, but it, it's a drive. <laughs> Cause there was times that my uncle Monty took me where they got there two hours before I was supposed to get there. Then I had my daddy who would take me, and it took like maybe an hour and a half after I was supposed to get there. So yeah. Like I said, long distance, is, like I said, when you're, if you live in the United States, it's not really hard because you can always fly or go drive to the visit person. But like, like I said, if you live in Canada, if you live on the islands, if you live overseas, it's like it's difficult because the time zones does have an effect. And also, you know, the culture is way different. So you really don't know. But I wasn't saying long distance bags. Like I said, I was in one. It's like we literally like, like I said, when 
I was like when I was when I was a senior in high school, like he came up here doing my fall break, my winter break, my spring break, and my summer vacation. And and it was also vice versa for me. Like even when he was a senior and I was in even when he was a senior and I was a junior, you know, I made effort to go see him. So I, I can't say it didn't work out, because it did. The one thing I'll say that kind of made it very not worth traveling anymore is just going, like, back and forth. Like, I wouldn't say, like, oh, he came up here, you know, doing my summer and spring. I went down there doing my winter and fall. It's just, like, we just took that. Like, we took, like, we took turns. Like I said, like, my junior year, I go down to Atlanta to go see him for all his breaks. When it came to my senior year, he came up here doing all my breaks. And it's it's very, it's time-consuming, and also it's patience. Just because, like, we literally had to wait till one of us went on break just to see each other. And I'm not going to lie, it did made it, it made it difficult. And I mean, it made it it made it difficult. I mean, there's what like I said, there were times where his mama didn't want to drive up here. There was times my auntie and uncle didn't want to drive down there. So it it became very difficult. But when he, after his senior year though, when he moved up here, it made it easier. I would say that it made it easier. Like I was in like that's when my spring break started, and that's when his dad told me the news that hey, so and so moved up here. So it was like we got to see each other, but it was like we got. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we got so used of just going back and forth. It's like even when he, like I said, once he moved up here. We didn't even want to see each other. <laughs> um, I scared you wrong. Like, we didn't want to see each other. And that's one thing I will say long distance relationship does have effect on. It's like you get like you get so used to traveling. It's like when 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 he or she moves in your city or state or he and she moves in your city or state. It's like you come to the point where it's like, damn, I don't want to see you every day anymore. I actually like you know, waiting until certain occasions just to come down there, come up there, come see you. Yeah, that that's what happened. That's what happened with us. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's like the first two weeks, you know, we actually did spend a lot of time with with each other. But after a while <laughs> It really came to a conclusion, like, yeah, I don't want to see you every day anymore. I mean, he wasn't upset. I wasn't upset. We actually, un it's like, that's, to be honest, that's what we agreed on. I mean, like, his mama and daddy were so how's it going? You know, how you like seeing her? How you like seeing him? And we straight up told them, we actually like, and we, st we said this with a straight face. Like, I told his parents, he told my parents, and we straight up said, to be honest, we actually liked it when we was long distance. Because, like, it gave us not only, 
Like, not only, not only did it give us space, but it actually gave us time to plan stuff. So when he comes up here, when I come down, we actually had shit to do. Versus up here, it'll just be random. Like, literally, we can literally, like, sit right here, like, face to face. And be like, so, what do you want to do today? I don't know. What do you want to do today? I mean, it'd be like, we'd be like, you know, I don't want to do that. We done that yesterday. It came to a point, it's like, we pretty much done everything in Kansas City versus in Atlanta. It's like, there's more stuff to do in Atlanta. You got Atlanta, you got Athens, you got College Park, you got Savannah. It's like, there was more places and more shit to do down there. And I, you know, I... I told him, I was like, I, I really told him, I'm like, do you really like the idea of us seeing each other every single day now or every other day or every other week? And he told me straight up, he's like, no, I actually liked when we was long distance. We actually had time to think, like to plan stuff when I come up there or when you come down here. We actually had time, you know, to get everything started. Like, this is what we're going to do. Like, this is how we're going to spend the rest of the day. It's like we had, it's like we had stuff planned for when he came, for when he came up here. Don't get me wrong, even though I done most of this shit, because I, I live up here. I live up here, so I live in Kansas City, Missouri, so. But. Like I said, it's like there was times where we would literally sit here and be like, hey, you want to go to West Fun again? <laughs> you want to go to the Legends again? And I think that's what kind of made it more fun. Because like we was like we like we both hooked on shopping. So there was there was times where he'd be like, hey, if I come up there, you want to go to the mall? Even though like literally I would stay up say I went to the mall yesterday. I went to the mall last week. I'd still be like, yeah, because, you know. Or I'd be like, hey, you want to go to David Buster's? Do you want to go to, well, it's now called Incredible Pizza. But if you go up north, it's called, you know, Power Play. You know, it's like, even though it's like, like I said, even though I did most of the stuff here, you know, I'd be like, hey, you want to go fishing? Do you want to go ice skating? It's like, it depends on what time he came up here. It's like, I would really sit here and plan shit. Versus, you know, when versus me coming down there to go see him. Like I say, there's a lot of stuff to do in Atlanta. There's a lot of stuff. He'd be like, hey, you want to go to the movies? Hey, you want to go to the okay? You know, and I'm not going to lie. Every time I would go down there to go see him, I was literally always like, I want to go to Cascade. He's like, you want to go skating again? And I tell him all the time, dude, I don't have a skating rink up here for real. He's like, what about the one we went to? I'm like, dude, that's North Kansas City. You want to go to North Kansas City every time we go skate? You want to drive 30, 45 minutes to North Kansas City to go skating? Because I'll literally be like, let me know. <laughs> versus, like I said, versus down there, you know, they like I said, we went. We went to the malls down there. We went to the arcades. We went skating, which I didn't know. We, we didn't always go to Cascade. <laughs> let me just point that out. We did not always go to Cascades. They had different skating rinks. Just want to point that out. For anybody saying. Okay. Just want to point that out. But also, it's like down there, it's like I get to, like, I got to see celebrities. I got to see Lamborghinis, Verizon. I got to see, like, 
all the foreign cars. And it was just so amazing. Now, I will say this. Now, if you are in a long-distance relationship, and if it's overseas, you know, I can't say it because, like I said, I never been overseas before, except for Puerto Rico, but that was it. But I'm saying, like, if you're, like, let's say, like, you're in a relationship with somebody, and he and she stays in Australia, or if they stay in you. Or they stay, like, in New England. Or even they stay in, you know, Egypt. It's like, you'll have, you'll have way more fun. Because, you know, you're in a different country. You're in a different city. You actually get to learn more about that culture. So, even long, like, even long distance, like, overseas relationships can be fun. I'm not saying that it's not. Like I said, when I went to Puerto Rico on my 16th birthday, I had fun down there. I got to learn more about my Hispanic culture. I got to see how they dress. I got to see, like, I got to try all these different foods, you know. I got to see, like, different clothes. and It was so much fun. So, let's, like I said, let's say if you do date a girl or you do date a boy that lives in Egypt. You know, you have fun. You get to see the Desert, you get to ride on. I bet I don't know how many people got this on their bucket list or any wish list, but you get to ride a camel, you get to see the pyramids, you get to, you know, eat like you get to eat like Egyptian food, you get to see the hieroglyphs. Like, you get it's like when you're overseas, you actually do more stuff because it's more culture, it's more culture vibe, culture wise, you know. You get to experience the different cultures when you're overseas. You know, and I say that's what makes overseas long distance relationships fun. I will say that. It makes it fun. Or let's say, let's say, let's speak hypothetically, okay? Let's say if, you know, that, let's say you date somebody. I don't want to bring this. Well, I don't want to say this because it's, it's kind of. No. Okay. Never mind. I'm going to say it. So let's say you date somebody that lives in Canada. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to point out Canada in this. Now, we know Canada's up north. Okay. But the reason why I said Canada, because Canada has a diverse uh, heritage. I mean, you mainly. It's mainly people that. I know it depends on what part you go, they speak French. But you get to know more about the Canadian way, how they, like, how they live up there. You get to experience. Or let's say you date somebody that lives in, you know, that lives in France. You know, you get to, uh, I will say this, just want to give you guys a heads up. Just give you a heads up. If you plan on going to any other city overseas, please learn the language first. <laughs> Point that out there, okay? Like if you're going to Mexico, Puerto Rico, Spain, Japan, if you're going to Japan, China, don't matter. If you're going, learn, learn language first, okay? Try to learn at least some, at least try to learn some of the language, you know? Just try to learn some of the language. 
but let's but back to what I was saying. So let's say, you know, you let's say you're dating somebody that lives in parents' friends. You get to learn about the their culture, their heritage. You really get to see you get to smell all the beautiful fragrances. You get to see all the different designer clothes. You get to see the Eiffel Tower. You get to eat Parisian food. I mean, same thing if you date somebody that's German. Same thing if you date somebody that's Italian. Same thing if you date somebody that's Korean. You, know, you get to learn these different cultures and see what it's like living in that living in that society. It's amazing. Like, like I said, when I went to Puerto Rico for my sweet 16, I, like I, said, I was learning about my heritage. Like, like I said, I was learning about my Hispanic heritage. But I had so much fun down there. I got to eat, like, so many different types of Hispanic food. I'm not going to lie. I came back fat. Not fat, but it's like, I was, like, let's just say when I came back, I wanted nothing but Mexican food. So before I actually came back to Kansas City, I went to Texas to go visit my grandpa because he is Puerto Rican. You know, and I asked him, can he make me some of this? And he said, girl, I can make all of that. So let's just say I didn't make it back to Kansas City. I would say like the middle of August. Right before school starts when I came back. But I have fun. I learned so much. You know, I got to see, like, how they dress. I got to see all the different, you know, clothing material. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I had so much fun. Like, it opened up a new perspective, a new point of view for me. And I was amazed. Even though I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And, you know... If anybody knows me, knows I don't like being surrounded by water. But I couldn't even tell I was surrounded by water. That's that's the funny part. I will say that's what made that experience. I didn't even know I was surrounded by water. <laughs> but long distance can also be a learning experience. Like I said, if you didn't a male or a female that lives in different parts of the world, you get to learn more about their culture. I'm not going to lie. They will even teach you, like, simple words in their language. Because when you think about it, I mean, you know, they, they got to learn English, so you get to learn their language. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with learning a different language. Nothing wrong. I actually don't mind learning from learning just because, like, if I go to that country, you know, I at least know some of my words, or either I know all. But it opens up your eyes. Then, if you know, if the relationship continues, next thing you know, your kid or kids, depending on how many guys, they get to learn about both. Both cultures, you know. So let's say, let's say mom is, let's say mom is Italian. Mix, like, let's say mom's Italian mixed with 
Jamaican, okay? That's one thing. And let's say that is Native American mix with Italian, okay? So mom is Jamaican and and French. Dad is Jamaican, but also Italian. So not only does your kid or your kids get to learn about, you know, the like the island heritage and culture, they get to learn about the the French culture and they get to learn about the Italian culture. And you know, it opens up their eyes a little bit more. Because I'm not gonna like like I said, when I found out I was Puerto Rican at thirteen, you know, my grandparents and my uncle made it a goal like my sixteenth birthday, I would go visit Puerto Rico. And they always kept that tradition alive and it still goes on. Like my little brother will be sixteen this year, so he gets to go. I have another I have a cousin that's I have two cousins that's about to be sixteen this year. They get to go to Puerto Rico. So it's like my my grandpa, my daddy's daddy, likes to make sure that his grandkids and his great grandkids learn more about their culture and their heritage. Okay, now my grandma, she's African American. Okay, she was born like she was born and raised. Okay, born and raised in Texas, but she's from but she this thing. My grandma is actually from, don't want to say it, but you know, <laughs> my grandma's actually from Austin, Texas, versus my grandpa, he's Puerto Rican, but he's from San Antonio, Texas. So, yeah, yeah, get what I'm getting, okay. So, both my, both my grandparents are from Texas, okay. But see, my grandpa's mixed with Puerto Rican, and my grandma is mixed with Indian and African American. So, you kind of get where I'm going with this, okay? So, years, years later, I have a son, okay? So, my son got African American from me and his daddy. He also got Indian from me. And my son also got Puerto Rican from me. So, you see what I'm saying? It narrows down. Now, now if me and my boyfriend has a kid, him or her, they have both African American from me and the day, from me and my boyfriend. They have the Indian from me, or the Puerto Rican from me, but also they have the German from him and the Italian from him. Say so, okay, so I get so you so y'all see what I'm getting at. It's like once, like I said, no matter if you have kid or kids, it's like you see like once they find out what they mix with, they are they are going to want to explore. About that heritage, about that culture, like they are, they like they gonna want answer. They wanna learn more. They wanna open the books. They wanna experience like what it's like. Like I'm not gonna lie, I have my I've been the mom for nine years. My son has seen me go to Mexican places or to Mexican food. I know my son was like two or three. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, he makes some tamales. Fire. I made chicken though, not beef. Just want to point that out. I made chicken, not beef. I'm not saying I didn't want. I'm not saying I didn't want. Didn't want beefy. Just I had leftover chicken from when I was making salad, so I decided to make chicken tomorrow. But yeah, I'm mean, here to see me make 
Tamaji had seen me make quesadillas, fajitas. Ain't gonna lie. He got to see me he got to meet me say burritos, tacos, street tacos. It's like he got to see me make most of what well, not most. He got to, he got to see me make some like some of my heritage. Now I don't know how to make empadas. My grandma my grandpa won't tell me how. I'm the type of person, me reading how to do something is not helping. I'm more of a hands-on. I have to see it done. I do not make his famous, you know, his pinto bean and rice soup. It's really good. It's main, it's, I will say this. You will need the right rice. You don't have to be pinto beans. It can be any type of beans. It can be black beans. But I like pinto beans. He used green peppers. He used jalapeno peppers. He made it spicy. Let's just say when I'm let's say when I, when I have a cold, that's the soup that I eat. Let's just say that that's the soup that I eat. Cause I'm telling you, it cleans your sinuses really well. Now I will say I do know how to make that, but at the same time, I feel like when I try to make it, I always forget an ingredient. Either I forget the chicken, or either I forget the beans, or either I'm forgetting, you know, the jalapenos. Like, I'm either forgetting something out of that whole entire recipe. It happens all the time. <laughs> Literally, it does happen all the time. But, yeah. Now, my little brothers, my little brothers and sisters, you know, my stepmom's kids that she got with my daddy. My stepmama is African-American and Native American. But she's also from the islands. She's from Barbados. So my little brother and sister get to experience the bar the Barbados and the Puerto Rican heritage. Cause like I said, my daddy is Puerto Rican. But I'm not gonna lie, she also taught me and my three older siblings about Barbados. You know, it was actually fun, it was amazing. Actually, I learned I learned quite a bit of stuff. You know, I learned I learned some stuff. I learned about fruit, I didn't even know it existed. I forgot, I forgot what the hell she made. It was some type of fruit, but it was really good, very delicious. Now I don't know. It was a juice. She made it into a juice. But what I'm pointing out is long distance relationships are not all bad. I mean, yeah, they might turn out bad, but you will learn a lot from that one time experience. You know, it it teaches you so much. You know, like I said, the only place I mean was Puerto Rico, and I never been nowhere else. Cause I'm the type of person, if I want to, if I want to experience another part of the culture, I will. I'm not like a some type of person. Like, let's say if I do have a friend and she's mixed with, you know, with, with Arabic, I want her to tell me. Like, you know, you know, teach me the language. Like, show me what do y'all eat. You know, like, I'm the type of person, like, show me what it's like. like show me what your culture is like, you know. Teach me a thing, too. No, I can teach you about my culture. You know, teach you about my heritage. Now, I'm not saying African American. I'm talking about you know Puerto Rican. Just point that out there. But 
you'll be surprised what accomplishes you can make in long distance relationships. Like I said, he or she might invite you to come over to their country. So you can actually not only see from experience, but you can get that hand on experience as well. Like, it's a whole ball game. It's an eye opener. It's a creative mind thing. It's beautiful. Beautiful, darling. Yes. But I want I want to say, you know, don't knock it till you try it. Like, I will say, before I got with my boyfriend, I was dating a dude. He was Native American and Italian. And let's just say, I, I love pasta. <laughs> love, love, love pasta. Love pasta. That's all I can say. But he was teaching me, like, what's it like? Because, like I said, it, you know, as kids, you know, like, you would think, like, your parents or grandparents would take you to where he's from. I'm not going to lie. He said from age 13 to 16, his parents and his grandparents always took him, you know, to Venice, Italy. Because, like I said, he's Italian. You know, just learn more about his culture. And when he told me, he told me some things. And, like, my boyfriend, my boyfriend is German. I, I'm, I'm still learning some things, still learning some things. It's like he still learned some things from me because I'm Puerto Rican. It's like you can teach one another. That's one thing I'll say about a long distance relationship. You can teach how you dress. You can, like, you can teach your religion. You can talk about how was it like growing up there, living like. You can educate somebody with your heritage. You know. You can be. The student of the teacher that's teaching you. No, it 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 has a long way. It comes a long way, you know. But I wouldn't say it doesn't go too far. It just it comes a long way. Like it has, it has its up and downs and whatever. Cause like I said, not all. Not all on these relationships are not turned out good. I will say that. Not all not all on these relationships don't turn out good. Like I laid on some people, you know, break off the long distance. I I've seen it all. I seen it all, and it's it's frustrating because it's like, cause it's like you learn so much from that person and their culture and their heritage. It like it sucks when you break it up because it's like, yeah, it's like y'all both can't handle being away for so long. Then you gotta think think about it. They live on the other side of the world, to where it's like. It's kind of hard to plan a trip there because, like I said, time zones do have an effect. It does have an effect. 
It has a huge effect. Let me just say. Let me just say, not of effect. It has a huge effect. Cause like I said it depends on what part of the world where they're living at. Where it's like I said, it's the afternoon here. It's probably like nine, ten o'clock there. Like yeah, it has time zones has an effect no matter where you go. So let's say if she's dating you and you live in Canada, time zone effect. Let's say she lives in the United States and you live in Egypt. Time zones is gonna affect. Cause like I said, it depends on. What time it is there to where it's either daytime or morning there, or it's either daytime or night here. No, it's hard. It's it's hard. Because I don't think most people understand that. Like, like you have to really... You have to really, like, open up your eyes on that one. Because, like I said, I done seen some long distance. And I'm not, not, I'm not talking about, like, different sense. Like, I'm talking about, like, I seen long distance where there is this girl I know and her dude lived in, you know, Vancouver. Vancouver. It went really well the first two years. But when they both went to college and they both graduated, it's like their relationship went downhill. And it didn't work out. Now, as of to this day, I don't know they still talk. But last time I talked to her many years ago, this one was both for us. This when we was both was sophomores in high school. She was telling me that they agreed to end it because it was taking, it was taking a toll. Like it was building pressure and weight. You know, like I said, it's understandable. Like I said, there's a lot to long distance relationships other than just making a relationship. Like I said, that time. That time zone is is killing it. It has an effect. Now let's say, okay. So let's say your girl lives in California and you live in Florida. Okay, time zone is not much of a difference. So let's say if it's seven o'clock in Florida, it's probably like three or two o'clock in California, where you know y'all can make it work. Um, yeah, I'm on my computer. Just so I can kind of. So, so remember how I mentioned earlier, like I said, like your girl. Remember I told you, like, this girl that I know, she was doing a long distance relationship with this dude. Okay. It is 12.03 here in Kansas City, okay? It is 12.03 in Vancouver, Canada. And just heads up, I was not talking about Washington, Vancouver, Washington. I was talking about Vancouver, Canada, okay? So, like I said, about the time they talked, it was slowly getting dark in California. But at the same time, it was still daylight there. I want to talk. just want to put that out. I had to do, I had to do Vancouver. <laughs> and... Let's say if the girl, okay, so let's say if the dude 
lives in New York and his girlfriend stays in Montreal, Canada. Okay, I know New York is like, it's like 304 there. So it's, you know, it's 304 there. Okay, so let's say, like I said, I'm, I'm on Google using this time zone thing because it helps. Alright, so let's just say here, Kansas City's 204. Okay? And your girlfriend lives in Egypt, Cairo. Okay. It is 10.05 there. PM. So while it's daylight here, it's nighttime there. So I'm a thorough curveball on this one. I'm gonna throw a curveball. Let's just say you get off work at 7 p.m. By the time you want to talk to her, I'll say it's like 1 a.m. the next day. Like that. I'm gonna do one more. <laughs> okay, so let's say, let's say you live here in Kansas City and your dude stays in Australia. It is 7.05 the next morning there in Australia. Why it's still why it's still daytime over here. It, it, no. So let's say, like I said, so let's say, no, let's say you get up at 5 o'clock p.m. here. It's that means by the time you try to call her, it's like 3.05 in the morning the next day. So that's another thing I want to talk about. Is not only does the time zones affect it, but let's say if you get off work, uh, let's say if you do, let's say if you get off work at six o'clock in the morning, it's probably in the afternoon time over there. Or like I said, as my examples that I used earlier, let's say if you get off at seven o'clock, you want to talk to her, it's ten p.m. there. Let's say if you want to, let's say if you get off at five o'clock in the afternoon, you want to video chat him, it's five o'clock the next morning over there. So, I will say this to people who are in long distance relationship or wants to be in long distance relationship. Meet in the middle on the time frames where y'all both can, yeah, where y'all both can video chat and talk to each other before it's too early or before it's too late, depending on what part are you at. I will say that. Like, make sure. Like, make sure y'all can, you know, meet somewhere in the middle. Meet in the middle somewhere. Because I know how, I guess I don't, I never dated somebody overseas, but I have seen it through family. I even seen it through friends. The time kind of messes you up depending on what part of where they're in. So... I was always told by my grandma and my grandpa, if you do date somebody and they're overseas, meet in the middle so y'all can talk to each other. Like, meet in the middle somewhere. Like, I don't care if it's 3 o'clock here and it's 9 p.m. there. Meet in the middle somewhere so y'all can still communicate. Because what's the point of being in a long relationship if you can't even talk to each other? No, it's like, what's the point of it? 
It's like you can't do too much. Because, like I said, the time zones. It affects in a big way. It affects because you have to see in the middle what does it mean. But not only that, I will say, you also got to think about holidays. So let's say, let's say if you're dating a girl that's Jewish, Jewish, but yet, you know, you're, of course, you're African-American. So, also holidays plays an important part. I'm, I see how, you know, I see how, like, Japan or China, they have, you know, Kids Day, which is May 5th. Then I see, like, how Jewish has Hanukkah. You know, Africans have Kwanzaa. It's like, like I said, you also got to think about the holidays in this, too. I will say that. Holidays also plays a part in this. Just because, like I said, y'all in different parts of the world. Y'all don't know what's, y'all don't know, y'all don't know if they celebrate holidays or not. I know there are some places who don't celebrate Christmas. I know places who don't celebrate Chinese New Year. There are days where people don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. There are people, don't, there are people, there are different countries where they don't celebrate Halloween. Like, you'd be surprised. Like, I didn't know nothing about Chinese New Year until I went to, like, to, like when I started school, first grade. I did not know, I did not know nothing about Chinese New Year at all. I didn't know nothing about Kids Day until one of the kids introduced it to us, like, in elementary school. I didn't know nothing about Kwanzaa until I went to African Center School. I know nothing about Hanukkah until like say school. Most of the time, I did not know about until school or that person told me themselves. So I will say that. <laughs> Cause like I said, you'd be surprised how many holidays there are out there that you don't know about. No. Now there are some places who do celebrate the same holidays as us, it has a different name. Like, I know Christmas, here's Christmas. I know in Hispanic, I know it's um, Posadas. I know, I know Canada celebrates Easter, I think the day after we do, or the day before we do. Yeah, so some, some, some cultures celebrate the same holidays as us. It just has a different name or they celebrate on a different day. Yeah. I know with Canada, I know some of our holidays, they celebrate on a different day. I know Eastern Thanksgiving, they celebrate that on a different day. I might have to Google that one, too. <laughs> but just like, okay, so we know out here in the city, we celebrate Halloween. But for some of my friends who do not know, or listeners who do not know, since I'm also Puerto Rican, also celebrate Dia de los Muertos, which is the Day of the Dead. I celebrate that. Which, like I said, I didn't know what that was. I was 13. And it's a holiday where we take the day to remember 
our loved ones that have passed. So, I'm going to be straightforward. I never met my great-grandparents. I never met them. But I heard good things. Yeah, I'm talking about my grandma, my grandpa's daddy and mom. I never met them. I think they passed away when I was four. Yeah, they passed away when I was four, so I never met them. But, but that's what... But that's what Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead, is. It's celebrated through December. It's celebrated from October thirty first to November second. Like I said, it's the day that we just remember our loved ones that have passed away. That's all that it is. So I get to celebrate Halloween in that. <laughs> not saying like not saying it's okay because I'm celebrating two different holidays. But I, it's like I, I'm not gonna lie. I did Google it, and I learned a lot. Another holiday that I do celebrate is on May 5th. I do celebrate Cinco de Mayo, which is when Mexico and Hispanics gain their independence. So I celebrate that. I know I know those are two cultures, I mean, two holidays for sure. The two holidays for sure I know I do celebrate or I try to celebrate. But like I said, since my boyfriend is mixed with German and Italian, I try to get him to, you know, no, try to get him to celebrate his, you know, his holidays with me and my son. Because my son only knows the two holidays that I know, which is Dias de Muertos and Cinco de Mayo. But I try to get him to teach us about his heritage, you know? But good or bad, long distance relationships are not bad. Especially, like I said, especially if it's overseas, it's not a bad thing. You learn about the education, the culture, the food, the language, even music. You learn a lot. Like, I can go on about this all day, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but long distance relationships, not a bad thing. Like I said, it don't matter. Like I said, it don't matter if you live in Nevada and she lives in Tennessee. You can still learn. You can still learn what's like, you don't like, especially if you've never been to another state before. Like, if you've never been to another state, you get to see how that state operates. See, like, what's it like living. Like I said, even like I said, even, in, even living in different states, you learn a lot. Like, I learned a lot. Like, especially, like, when I, like I said, when I go visit my cousin in Atlanta, I learned a lot about the South during, like, the Civil Rights Movement and the segregation. So, I learned a lot of stuff when I'm down in Atlanta. I learned a lot of stuff. You know, I learned some stuff about Texas, too. I learned some stuff. Yeah, I learned. It's like when I used to, like when we used to travel, I learned a lot about that state. And I take that all in. Because I'd be like, wow, really? Like, I already knew about Georgia and the South. I already knew about the, you know, segregation. I already knew about this, this stuff. I learned about that stuff in school. But stuff about Texas and Florida and New York and California, Colorado I went to, I would really be amazed. Like, wow. I didn't know that. It's amazing. So no matter if your, no matter if, if your partner lives overseas or just here in the states, you will learn a lot. You learn a lot. Just ask questions. Don't hesitate. <laughs> and also, like I said, there's nothing wrong with learning a new language. You'd be surprised. Learning a new language goes a long way. Like I said, I learned. I'm refreshing my Spanish, but I said once I'm done with that, I would like to try to learn. 
Hindu. I want to learn Hindu. If not, I want to learn Arabic. Or I tell my boyfriend, if I have to, I'll learn Italian if I have to. But that's all the time I have for today. Hope you guys enjoyed this segment. The song I played in the beginning was Tamia, Officially Missing You. And today, I talked about a long-distance relationship. Please join me sometime this week where I'll be talking about couples date night. Hope you guys enjoy. Happy listening.